Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Kuttner, and I'm so glad you're here. This podcast will help you find ways to live a more authentic life. Every week, I have guests on the show from yoga teachers to meditation instructors, everyone to help you feel like the best you. I'm so glad you're here, and I hope you enjoy this episode. So today on the podcast, I have Tina Hyres. She is a licensed acupuncturist. She works at the Hyres Chiropractic and Acupuncturist Center. I'm so excited to have this conversation today with Tina. So Tina, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I can't wait to talk about the healing benefits of acupuncture. So I wanted to start by asking you why you decided to get into this work. Okay. Um, So I actually have been surrounded by acupuncture for most of my life because my dad is an acupuncturist. So I grew up around it. I've been getting treated for as long as I can remember. And I was always interested in it because of the personal benefits that I've gotten. Um, But I didn't always know that I would go into it myself. I always knew I wanted to do something in healthcare. I knew that I wanted to help people, but I didn't always know what that looked like. So in college, I studied psychology and I've always been somebody who's interested in the why of things, you know, why we behave the way that we do, why we say and think the way that we do. You become a more compassionate person, empathetic person. You look at things differently. You understand people more. So yeah, so I was studying psychology. And while I was doing that, I was working in my dad's clinic as a receptionist, just in the front, but I was interacting with patients and really got to see their progress with treatments, whether it was chronic pain patients who were finally able to come off of medications that they had been on for years or infertility patients who were finally able to conceive and I got to meet their babies and it was like such an amazing thing. Um, But even just simple things like seeing the difference in patients coming in for treatment and then how they were leaving and just they were lighter and they were calmer and just happier and smiling. And this was before masks covered, you know, people's entire faces, but they were just happier and I I think after working there and knowing that it helped me, but seeing how it helped so many other people really was the thing that for me, I was like, I need to, I need to do this. I need to learn what this is. I need to do it. And that's kind of how I got into it. Amazing. Yeah. A couple questions for you. So what do you feel like was the thing that helped you the most with acupuncture? Were you going in for pain? Were you going in for um, just emotional wellness? Like what, what do you see as the biggest benefit for you? So I actually have some autoimmune conditions. I deal with chronic pain myself. So I've gotten treatment for those things and they have been really, really great for me, just reducing inflammation, pain management, but also anxiety, um, stress. It's just kind of my body will tell me after a while, like it's been a while since you've had a treatment, you need one. And it's always like such a, you know, after I'm treated, I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, you feel so much better. So it's helped me with a pretty broad range of things. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I love that you said that. I have personally gone to acupuncture for a couple different things and I've seen it help in a couple different ways. So I love that there's just, you know, a multifaceted benefit to 
getting acupuncture. Absolutely, right. Yeah, so um, that leads me to the next question. How does acupuncture work? And can you give like a brief explanation of how it works in the body for those who are like us who want to know the why, you could just explain it. Right. So this is probably like the number one question I get every single day. So basically acupuncture is the insertion of really fine, sterile, single-use needles into specific points in the body. Mm -hmm. Um, When an acupuncture needle is inserted into your body, the brain will signal the release of our endorphins. So our feel-good hormones, our pain management. So that is what sets off the self-healing. You know, if there's no medication on the needles, it really has nothing to do with the actual needle. It's the signal that the brain gets and then is releasing the hormones. So once that happens, it's decreasing pain, it's reducing inflammation, helping circulation from a more Eastern philosophy of how acupuncture works. So Chinese medicine believes that just how we have blood and fluids flowing through our bodies and our arteries and our veins, um, they believe that energy is flowing the same way. But instead of flowing through arteries or veins, it's flowing through channels in our body. And so these acupuncture points fall on these channels and we pick certain points to kind of rebalance the energy in the body. So in a perfect world, when someone's in perfect health, our energy is flowing the way that it should be, you know, there's no pain, no anxiety. And like, as much as we wish that that was the case every single day, unfortunately, we have pain, we have um, anxiety, we have depression. And this usually arises when there is some sort of issue in the way that our energy is flowing. So whether it's too much energy flowing in one way, not enough in another way, or a blockage somewhere that's when we'll see the pain, the illness, all of that. So acupuncture is working to rebalance um, our energy to help alleviate the pain, the symptoms, whatever it is that we're dealing with. Yeah. And it definitely does. Um, Just from my own experience, I remember being on like an acupuncture table and legitimately like crying during a session. Right. It's such a relief. Right. And a lot of times you don't even know that you have it pent up, right? It's because sometimes you're so used to like stress and we manage it in certain ways and it's so deep down. And then once you're rebalanced, you're like, oh my gosh, you know, but that's a, that's a pretty common reaction. Yeah. That's wonderful. So what are some conditions that people may not think could be treated by acupuncture? I think it was important that we explain the why of, you know, rebalancing things and getting the energy flowing. So with that being said, what are some common, you know, things that can be treated with acupuncture that maybe somebody doesn't think of right away? Like you said, infertility, what are some other things? So infertility is a big one. I think that um, now it's becoming more popular. People are doing cosmetic acupuncture. So instead of getting like fillers and injections and Botox, you know, all of that, people are kind of seeking acupuncture as a more natural way of doing that. So whether it's preventative and you're trying to um, kind of help keep your skin in looking youthful before the wrinkles appear, or even just if you have the wrinkles, trying to minimize the appearance of them, help boost collagen. So cosmetic acupuncture is definitely, you know, up and coming. It's great for anything gynecological. So uh, EMS symptoms, any irregularities in your cycle, infertility I was talking about before allergies, honestly, so many things. Yeah. It's, uh, 
Yeah, it kind of, it's great because it can help you with anything that you have, you know, so whether it's pain, anything mental health related. So anxiety and depression is like one of my favorite things personally to treat and to be treated for. Digestive issues are a great one just because of the link between, you know, stress, anxiety, and the symptoms that appear with, you know, gastrointestinal type things. Mm -hmm. So the list, it's kind of, you know, an endless list. All of the things. All of the things. (laughs) Yeah, I love that. So a couple more questions for you. How do you help people with maybe their fear of needles? Do you get people that come in and they're like scared because they're getting needles put in their body? All the time. Yeah. (laughs) I think think that people think of acupuncture. You kind of think of when you're going to get your blood drawn Mm -hmm. most times. And you're thinking, oh my gosh, I can't imagine having one of those needles all over my body. But so I think the the actual number is that 40 acupuncture needles can fit into the top of a hypodermic needle, which is the type of needle that we get our blood drawn. Yeah. Um, so they're as thin as a strand of your hair. And honestly, a lot of times I'll do the first needle and I was like, how was that? And they're like, you put it in. Like I didn't, you know, I didn't even feel it. Mm-hmm. Um, and most times you won't. It's super subtle, but people usually get over the fear really quickly once they experience, you know, the first needle and they're like, oh my gosh, this isn't as, as scary as I thought it was, you know? So they're super fine, super thin. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. It's essentially painless. Yeah. I mean, they are, I think it's just like anything, like people just need to try it out and get it over with and right. be scared. So. Right. When we have like a pediatric patient or like a little kid, a lot of times we'll say, you know, bring your stuffed animal with you and we'll like needle the stuffed animal, you know, we'll do this one first and then we'll do it to you. So like it's, it helps them a lot. So I've seen that with pediatric patients, you know, kind of like their little buddy does it too. So they're more relaxed and it's like a cute little thing to do with them. Yeah. That's so great. I love (laughs) that. That's, um, like something that people do in the hospital too. That's like excellent patient care. If you're working with kids and you show right. them like, Hey, your, your stuffed animal can get it. Like you can do this. Right. Oh, that's amazing. Okay. Um, so also want to talk about, uh, the differences between techniques. So I know you mentioned the fine needles. How else do you treat patients? Do you use cupping? Tell me about that. So I love to use cupping. I use that every single day. Basically, it's if you've seen there's fire cupping, which is where you light a cotton ball on fire and there's a heat element. So it's a warming element. It feels amazing. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah. There's also a just a standard. that's like a pump. It's like plastic cups this time. No fire element. OK, but basically, um, the cup has a vacuum like seal over your your skin and it relieves any tension and muscles helping to promote blood flow, improve circulations. If there's any sort of knots or adhesions there, it'll help to break that up. So it's great for anything, you know, muscular, back pain, neck pain, migraines, anything respiratory, we, you know, do cupping on the back and it helps to just like loosen everything up, help with breathing, congestion, anything like that. Honestly, being so loose, it helps with anxiety and stress too, because a lot of times we're so, you know, tensed up. So it, it helps with so many things. I love, I love doing it. I love getting it done. I think it's great. Yeah. I also want to ask you about how cupping works in the way that, I mean, is it sending blood flow to certain areas for healing? Can you tell me about that? 
Sure. So when there is, let's just say there's like a knot in your muscle. So yeah. that area, there isn't really adequate blood flow there. So that's where we're seeing pain. When you're loosening it up, loosening up that knot, it's um, promoting blood flow there. So it kind of is just, it's more vascularized. It is feeling better. It's looser. Range of motion is most likely going to be better. Yeah. So that's kind of how that works. Yeah. I think when cupping first started to become a trend, people were like, why do people have marks all over their back? Like what's going on? I remember Michael, Michael Phelps in the Olympics. That's when I think I first saw it on TV when he got out of the pool and he had all these spots and everyone was like, what is that? Yeah. And I think, yeah, that like really brought up the conversation of cupping for a lot of people who hadn't, you know, seen it before. Yeah, but it totally helps. I actually got it in conjunction to like physical therapy. So I was doing physical therapy, then I was getting cupped and it, it promoted healing really fast. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Just a couple more questions. We're almost going to wrap up. So I guess what's your favorite part about, you know, working in this space and where do you see acupuncture going like in the next couple of years? What I love. So I love, let me start by saying, so a lot of people come into acupuncture as a last resort. So they've had a million different things and it hasn't been working. So a lot of my job in the beginning is kind of not convincing, but just trying to have people just keep, keep the faith, be hopeful, you know, that this can help you because a lot of times people have seen so many specialists, they've tried all these medications. So my, a really great part of this, this job is being invited into people's such vulnerable parts of their lives because pain is hard, you know, anxiety is hard. All of these things are really hard to deal with. So being invited into that and being able to help, I think is like the most rewarding thing. And when they are patient and they stick with you and they do see those benefits, you know, because with anything chronic, it takes more time for you to see a result. But once you do, I think that is like one of the best things is seeing how people do benefit from it. Yeah. As, as far as seeing where acupuncture is going, I'm really hopeful that it will start to become less of, you know, a last resort and people will kind of seek it out earlier in their journeys with whatever it is that they are experiencing, whether it's mental health, pain anywhere, you know, because it is so so great for so many different things. And it doesn't have to be that, you know, I've tried everything else. Let me try this versus, uh, you know, I've heard that this is great for this. Let me, you know, go for it in the beginning. So I'm hopeful that that will, you know, kind of become a reality, you know? Yeah. I almost want to say like pair acupuncture with all of the other treatments. Like if you're going to a psychotherapist, like why not also get acupuncture so you can get unstuck in your body I think my biggest thing is like why does our culture like separate the mind and the body so much right Right. so I mean that's like a concern for me is like you know if you're going to see an allergy doctor like also go see an acupuncturist or if you're going yeah just like put the pieces together exactly exactly yeah oh I love it well thank you so much for coming on and dropping all this knowledge about acupuncture. So I want everybody to go see you because I feel like this was such an inspiring conversation and I'm ready to go get acupuncture. So (laughs) um, where are you located? Uh, What's your website? Tell me about that. 
So I, the practice that I work in is called high-risk chiropractic and acupuncture center. So we yeah. are in Hazlitt, New Jersey, mm-hmm. um, offering chiropractic and acupuncture care there. And I guess the best way to reach me on like social media is Instagram. So yeah. it's acupuncture. That's my Instagram. I post acupuncture related posts, pictures of what treatments I'm doing, informative things about acupuncture. Um, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, you guys can also check the show notes. I'm definitely going to tag it. So I'll make it easy for everyone to find you. And yeah, thank you so much for being a guest on the podcast. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. This was great. Hey, friend. Thanks for checking out this episode of the Solutions Podcast. For more episodes just like this, be sure to subscribe. And if you want to follow us on Instagram, we're at solutionspod. Thanks again for listening and be sure to check out our next episode.